tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear Jesus. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbours together and says, Rejoice with me. I've found my lost sheep. I tell you, that in the same way there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous people who do not need to repent. Father, we pray that you would bless us as we continue in worship, that you would bless me as I hear you and speak, and that you would bless all of us as we hear you and respond. In Jesus' name, amen. I have a competition. There's a few more Freddos in the box. Who can count? I need people who can count to 11. No, not 11, 100. Elizabeth, you can come up. Come on then, Josh. And I need someone from the more mature side of the room. Who, you, can, you can prompt your mom because I think she'll get lost. I need some. Peter, you can count to 100. Come on. Yes, you can. That's why I picked you. So I think we'll start with Josh, and then we'll do Elizabeth and Peter, and then we'll do Pete. And what I want you to do, a whole Freddo on go here, right? What I need you to do is count from 1 to 100, but it's a race. So you count, and I'll count in my head, because I don't want to put you off, because I know I'm brilliant at this, and I'm going to win, okay? So I'm not going to put you off, so I'll count quietly. So are we ready? You're going to 1 to 100, and whoever gets there first gets the Freddo. Okay, got your thinking hat on, ready, steady, and I'm doing it in my head, okay, go, 9,900, I'm finished, I did, and I counted 1 to 100, you heard me go 1, you heard me go finished 100, so hold on, we'll see if Elizabeth can do any better, but I think, because you were so amazing, I'll tell you the secret in a minute. I'll tell you to see, and then you can share it with the teachers in the room because they're missing this trick. Now, are you ready? You're starting at one and you're finishing at 100 as fast as you can. Josh no. did really well, but I need you to go uh. even faster. Okay, ready? One, two, three, go. One, two, three. 99, 100. <laughs> 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 he did really well, but not quite. But... But you know what? A for effort. I know it's E, but A for effort. Right, Pete, the accountant. Yeah, are we ready? Are we? No, hold on. I've got to stand beside you. Oh. The fluent might, you okay. know, rub off. Are you ready? Steady. Ready, steady, go. What do you miss a few hundred? Did you hear him? Did you hear him say 69? I think he missed 69 and 70. I said one, two. Miss a few, a hundred. Oh. I, I have three children. Do you know what? Do you know what? 
was just blowing my thermos. No, 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 no. Right, right. You are the teacher, I'm the student. Well done. I went one, two, miss a few, 99, 100. And he knew it. Those parents. Thank you. You can go and sit down. Well done. I have no idea. <laughs> There's not many left in the box, so I'd say not many. <laughs> Anyone want a Freddo? If there were dark chocolate, I'd have it. So, going back to our video, what a brilliant video that was. And when I was watching it, oh, Matthew, yeah, there you go, sweetheart. But by the end of the service, you need to be at a count of 100, okay? Daddy will teach you, because he's a carpenter. He does figures. So what a brilliant video that was. But I thought, and I don't know if the video makers had um, done it on purpose, but didn't you think the sheep looked like the shepherd? <laughs> it wasn't just me then. Now, that video didn't show us the beginning part of the reading, which Melvin read to us, and that beginning pit is really important. And in the beginning part of the story, Jesus was surrounded by all the people. And he was teaching them, and there was the tax collectors and the sinners, and also the Pharisees and the lawmakers. And now we know from our Bible reading, don't we, that if you put the tax collectors and the sinners and the Pharisees and the lawmakers in the same situation, sparks fly. And then put Jesus in the middle of it, wow, you get real tension. And Jesus was teaching them about heaven and repenting of their sins. And the Pharisees and the tax collectors were like on the edge of the crowds. And they were huffing and they were puffing. Because you see, as far as the Pharisees were concerned, they were right. And Jesus had it all wrong. For them, there was only one way that they could be forgiven. And that was to follow the laws. I've got the laws here. Children, I've got the laws on a long scroll. And there was loads of laws. Someone told me the other day there was 630 lots of them. Anyway, <laughs> I've only written 78 on this. So there was lots of laws. And they had to learn them in order to be saved. So here are the laws or the rules. Oh, my goodness. And I need you children to go and tick some of it, well, you could tick them all off, because we know that we don't need them anymore, do we? I'll put the Freddos on them on this end, but you're not allowed to eat the Freddos, okay? There's some pens. Go and tick off the ones that we don't need anymore. The whole way down. So the sinners and the tax collectors hadn't got a chance, according to the Jewish law, because they were never going to get saved because there's no way they could keep all those 600 laws. But here was Jesus on this day telling them that they could be saved and they could get into heaven. Now what Jesus told them was all they had to do was repent and believe. No laws, no regula regulations, just a change of heart, a heart that turns to God. And then we read that Jesus told them three parables to explain to his hearers how accessible heaven really was and how much joy there was in heaven when just one person repents. And you can read all about that in the rest of chapter 15. Now, we know 
that one of the complaints that the Pharisees had was that Jesus went into the homes of the sinners and ate with them. Shock, horror. He went to their parties and generally hung out with these people. And he shouldn't have, because according to one of these many laws, that would have made him unclean. The question is, why did Jesus celebrate with them? Our video shows it well. In the video, the shepherd was so excited when he found his sheep that he called all his friends together and celebrated. And when Jesus goes into the house of the sinners to eat with them, he is saying, I am excited. This is wonderful because this occasion, you have changed your heart and your heart is now turned to God and it's amazing. So let's celebrate. Me, gay, let's celebrate. Come on, let's celebrate. Come on, come on, give us one. Give us one, two, three. Whoops, the bag's too small. Ah, oh, come on, celebrate. Have you celebrated, you two? So, and it's right that he celebrates with this new believer because heaven is throwing a party over the new believer. Lots of poppers, come on. The cleaners come in tomorrow, we're okay. Hard. And we say in our prayers, don't we? Your kingdom come. Well, the kingdom has come and it's Jesus. And the kingdom of heaven is celebrated down here on earth as the, these individuals turn to God. Jesus is our kingdom come. And he's celebrating. But the Pharisees didn't like it. Surprise, surprise. They think that they have God safe up in the temple. The only place, according to the Pharisees, that you can meet God is in the temple under controlled situations through them. And here is Jesus turning it all upside down, isn't he, Eric? Jesus is taking the kingdom out onto the streets and making heaven available to everybody. Wow. Yeah? Yeah. Now, the parable he told challenged the Pharisees in another way. You see, you remember from the video that the sheep had wandered off. Somehow the grass on the other side looked a little bit sweeter, a little bit juicier, and he took a step, and then another step, and then another step. And before long, he found himself lost. Almost without noticing, he was lost, and that can happen to us too. We wander off a little, and then a little more, and we found, find ourselves a long way off before we know what's happened. And when the shepherd, whose job it was to keep his, his sheep safe, noticed that one was missing, he went out and looked for the missing sheep. And of course, we know in the parable that the shepherd is God. So I have some looking equipment Hundred, isn't that clever? Husband thought of that one. He got out his telescope 
and he got out his binoculars and he searched and he searched. Kids, here's some. There are 10 green sheep hidden around the room. Go and find them. 10 green sheep. Go and find them and bring them back to me. Some of them are up tall, some of them are down low. They're on green bits of paper, 10 sheep. No, they're about, oh, I'll tell you what, they look like this. They, okay, this isn't one, let's put that there. Well done. Kirsty, can you mind the found sheep? Bring them back to Kirsty. Right. And in our story, give them to Kirsty. He goes out looking for his lost sheep. And we have a God who searches for what he has lost. And no Pharisee had ever dreamt of a God like that. Well done. Noah, give it to Kirsty. No Pharisee had ever dreamt of a God like that. A God who searches for his people. It was a new teaching. That you would never have conceived of a God who went in search of sinners and then rejoicing over them. The Pharisees just wrote off the sinners, put stumbling blocks on the way so they could never find God on their own. But here is Jesus saying something new. Jesus comes looking for you, and when he finds you, there's a party. Oh, that one isn't working. Oh! Jesus came from heaven to earth. He made that connection for us so that we can live kingdom lives here. And that is truly something worth celebrating. So I played that joke on some of you in the beginning. And I'm really sorry. Oh, thank you, Grace. Just back over my hair. It wasn't a very nice trick, was it? Tim put me up to it. I said, count to 100, and some of you did. You gave it a really good go, but I cheated, and I skipped a few, and I got to 100 first. But do you know something? God does not skip when he counts us. God does not skip when he counts us. He counts every one of us. He counts every one of us. And because he counts every one of us, he knows when one is missing. And he goes out and he searches. Oh, I'm going to use this. And he searches. And he searches. And he searches until he has found every one of us. Now, here we are at the beginning of our new term in Megate. And all the events we put on are aimed at showing God's love to our community. And we know that this term, it may just be a little bit more challenging because half of our building is out of use. But it's okay because we can copy what Jesus did. Because we know that when Jesus was talking about God, thank you, sweetheart, he did it from a boat and he did it while he was sitting on rocks and he doodled in the sand and he did it around, did it around the dinner table. And you know what? We have our rocks and our boats, don't we? We have our bus stops. We have our school gates, our waiting rooms when we go to the doctors. We have our craft clubs, our supper clubs, our first steps. 
Let's join in with Jesus and create opportunities for people to hear the good news so that we can have a few more celebrations here in Megate. So let's just go hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen.